Hello and welcome to RGU Talk, the official podcast of Robert Gordon University. I'm your host, Johnny Milne, and we're carrying on our culture theme this week for an extra special episode. It's a real pleasure to have with me both the director and associate director of the Look Again Visual Art and Design Festival. It's Sally Reaper and Hilary Nichol. Ladies, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. Hi, Johnny. Nice to be here. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, well, uh, uh, probably a lot less stressed than you are at the moment, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, right off the bat, uh, can you summarise what Look Again is for anyone who hasn't come across it before? Well, um, Look Again is an initiative of RGU. Uh, We're just entering our fourth year. Um, And it's a visual art and design festival that you can enjoy at large in Aberdeen over a long weekend in in June. Um, And we commission artists and designers from outside the city, but also working with lots and lots of creative talent within the city to create new works of art in public spaces. We occupy empty shops and create new galleries. We put on film programmes, we do workshops, and we just hope that, you know, there'll be something for everyone to get involved in. And, uh, I mean, what can the, specifically, what can the public expect from this year's festival in particular? I mean, I think um, from this year's festival, um, the public will definitely be able to um, interact in a fun and uh, playful way. Um, All of the public artworks that have been commissioned have been commissioned around the theme of serious play. And we basically asked our artists and designers to respond to that theme and to kind of create public artworks that were interactive, that were um, playable, that were fun and engaging and inspiring, um, colourful, a bit bombastic, a bit experimental. So there definitely is something for um, all ages um, and for, for, for young children. And a lot of the work has been generated um, by young people, especially in the year um, that this being the year of young people. Um, it definitely has kind of been, um, I, I, I kind of respond to that. And is there one project in particular that stands out, uh, one to each of you, uh, as something you're you're really excited about, you're really excited for the public to see or experience? I'm going to sort of resist cherry picking, actually, because I'm just really excited about the kind of the, the entirety of it, the way that all the different things fit together, um, from the sort of larger commissions in big public spaces to much more sort of intimate, smaller uh, exhibitions. And I, I'm really excited about people meeting each other and connecting with the festival and through the festival um you know we have a lot of sort of recent graduates from greys and from rgu involved in it um so for them to sort of meet more sort of people who are perhaps professionally better established and that sort of interaction happening i think all that's the really exciting kind of behind the scenes stuff that can happen as well as the audience just having some great fun with with some of the the different you know different pieces that we have out there I mean, I think, I, I think in what, just exactly what Hilary's saying, it's, it's important not to single one thing out, but what I do think what's important about it is that 
this is really high end contemporary art that you know that it's really deep rooted in a lot of kind of social kind of political things but at the same time it's just aesthetically pleasing it's you know like on the on the surface of it you can just engage with it in a very kind of spectacle way you know there's an immediate reception to the work um, and I think that's what's really exciting about the festival for us that um, yeah there is all these internationally acclaimed artists here but it's very much deep rooted and we're celebrating all levels um, of artistic practice from recent graduates right through to highly established practitioners. And where can people go to find all this amazing work going on when it's mm. on display? I mean, it's right in the heart of the city centre. I mean, we do take, we, you know, that's the, the, the whole thing about seeing the city through fresh eyes. You know, we, we try to celebrate the kind of cultural assets and the kind of history and heritage of the city. So like animating public space, like Marshall College Quad, which is an incredible historical site um, that's that's kind of hidden away and it doesn't feel accessible. So we try to make it feel accessible um, through the festival by citing public artworks there. Um, the Castle Gate is another area for us that over the years we've been able to animate it and bring it to life and change perception of an area that sometimes is deemed a bit um, unattractive. So um, yeah, Marshall College uh, Quad, Marshall Square, Broad Street, Castle Gate, the rooftop gardens, um, St Andrews Street, George yeah, Street, of, and yeah. and so forth. Yeah, we're sort of moving beyond the sort of immediate city centre this year, so we're kind of busting right through up to the end of George Street. We've got a really, really fantastic piece of work by a designer called Super Mundane. It's going to be a new wall piece by him. Um, we're really excited about it, and it's you know slightly out of the way. It's at Catherine Street Community Centre, right next to the Cruyff Court. But we like the idea of, of creating a trail to take people up right up there, and via St Andrews Street, where we're we've got three. Uh, spaces that are have been vacant and we are filling them up with with exhibitions so um so we're creating a street of art which is really exciting for us you know like in the thought of that maybe potentially that could be an art street in the future that is that is made up of kind of independent spaces so we're, we're bringing potential to sites i guess that sometimes people don't see the potential and i think that's what luke again has been really successful in and is is kind of highlighting the potential of um sites that are deemed less popular in the city I think one of the great things uh, for me personally about the festival this year is obviously you mentioned Marshall Quad um, and I know there'll be things going on outside Marshall as well and if it's a nice sunny day um, <laughs> we can always plug the fact that because of the festival Mackey's are launching a new ice cream flavour. I mean, you've got to tell us more about that and how that came about. <laughs> Okay, well, we've um, we've commissioned a really interesting artist called James Wriggler, uh, and he does a lot of work in response to architecture. So when he came to look at Aberdeen, you know, he's very drawn to Marshall Quad and the amazing Gothic architecture that's all around it. And he's done a lot of research into Gothic architecture, different kinds of Gothic. There's something called Carpenter Gothic that you might see in the American prairies. There's, um, there's the Gothic sort of spires that surround the, the, the quad, and they've been likened to a forest of trees, um, so he, he's kind of thinking about Marshall Quad as a, a kind of clearing in the forest. And, you know, that brings in ideas of fairy stories and witches' huts and trails through the forest. And he wants to just bring a bit of joy to that slightly austere, grey, granity kind of square. And so what he's done is he's going to create a beautifully popping coloured kind of pavilion that might make you think of a gingerbread house. And what he said he'd love to do is to serve ice cream from it. So we said, Right, we've got to make that happen. So we've uh, managed to work with Mackie's and Sally's been uh, having a brilliant discussion with them and they've, they've produced a new gingerbread flavoured ice cream called The House in the Woods, yeah. the same title as the work. I mean, I think for us, it, we're, we're excited about that kind of... Um, 
going out to uh, potential sponsors it's not always about getting money you know like we do need money as a festival it's really important for us as a festival but sometimes it's just really important to to, to for an artist to have an idea and for us to be able to go out and actually make it realize it for them and I think we were you know just blown away by Mackie's kind of response they were just so up for it you know this was a you know it was our idea we came up with the gingerbread ice cream and you know and they were like yeah we can do that and you know and Obviously, we've had the pleasure of um, tasting it, and uh, we can definitely tell you it is worth a visit to to, to get a scoop of that gingerbread ice cream. So there'll be there'll be quite a lot of ice cream, but um, you've got to get there early to get it. It may run out each day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's free ice cream in Marshall Squad in Marshall Quad. I remember I was there obviously yeah. when you got to taste it, and I'm staring at it, going, oh, it's "So tempting!" But <laughs> I, you're I, being good. I was being. You good. were being very so good, Johnny. Yeah. It, it wasn't for myself. It was all for the public to get more of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you know, Aberdeen and the North East has obviously been fortunate to host a number of great art festivals in recent times. You know, there's new art, there's spectra lighting up the city as well, pun very much intended. Um, what is it you feel sets Look Again apart? Well, we're really uh, very much about people and place. So we're based in Aberdeen, we're based at the university uh, and we kind of work here year round. So, you know, while we think it's fantastic that we get this amazing sort of work coming in um, from you know other places, we really want to sort of counterbalance that by sort of working with talent in the northeast and really showing that we have the sort of the capacity and the skill and the vision to sort of put really excellent visual art festivals together from within the city and involve lots and lots of the creative talent here to do that. So we're very committed to sort of the, Aberdeen as a place and working with the, the sort of creative community here and really building it and investing in that um, ongoing. Yeah, and I think from when we started the festival back in 2015, it, it became really clear to us that there was a, a was a problem around retaining um, creative talent in the northeast, you know, and attracting talent back to the northeast. And also there was a big thing around skills skills gaps um within the kind of artistic community you know we didn't we didn't have those artists that were based here that had those kind of portfolio careers that were doing kind of gallery installations and so forth so you know we really we made it kind of our kind of mantra our ambition to ensure that we were able to develop um the kind of um well, well i guess lead the development of the of the cultural sector in the sense that we were able to put on like micro residency programs we were able to do kind of production and in and um um, like installation so like we really wanted to it wasn't just a festival for festival's sake you know we really wanted to embed ourselves in that kind of in that community where we were able to upskill and to professionally develop these individuals and to take them on the kind of journey that we were on and I think we've managed to do that mm -hmm. um, over the last three years. Look, looking at that bigger picture um, you know mm -hmm. so how does the how would you say the city really does benefit from the festival feeding into that creative economy here in Aberdeen? Well, I think any any city that, you know, is really attractive has a real kind of buzz about it and it has a lot going on and it has a sense that there's sort of entrepreneurial mm -hmm. and creative and interesting people doing interesting stuff at a grassroots level sort of all year round. Yeah. So I think, you know, we really want to get to a place where we can say that Aberdeen is that place by, you know, having creative talent, designers, artists, other people setting stuff up, mm -hmm. running stuff under their own steam, mm -hmm. uh, artist-led stuff, you know, design collectives, that kind of thing 
choosing actively to stay in the city because you know we we do, do have this sort of narrative of people leaving and going off to Edinburgh, Glasgow, and setting stuff up there. So, you know, can we turn that round? Please, let's have them stay here because it's a good place to stay and work. And in a way, you know, there's so much up for grabs in Aberdeen. There's mm-hmm. loads of opportunity now, um, and there's a lot of joined up thinking. You know, mm. all the different organisations working in partnership. Uh, there's a new cultural strategy to get behind. So. You know, it, it's sort of a, a really brilliant time to sort of look, begin to look at Aberdeen in a really different kind of way. I mean, I think it, it was interesting. I was talking to some students yesterday and um, they said that Look Again had really made a difference to their kind of student journey. Um, just the fact that, you know, the art gallery has been closed for four years, the kind of four years that they've been studying here at RGU. And just to have had Look Again as that kind of big kind of showcase, that big kind of celebration of contemporary um, visual art and design really was really important for them. It, it kind of gave them something to look forward to. It inspired them, you know, excited them. Um, and I think from from our point of view, you know, like um, like the Look and Learn project, which was a kind of partnership project we did with the creative learning team, which was about mentorship, which was about um, looking into kind of um, participatory kind of um, art, you know, working in participatory settings, you know, that that born a collective called Stack, you know, and that was a young collective that kind of came, brought together different different practitioners working in different disciplines but they've kind of stayed in the city they've worked together in the city you know they've worked across different um, festivals different projects they've instigated they've kind of activated they've facilitated their own workshops with young people you know and it, and it built confidence and I think that's for me is what I've seen as a, as a, as a difference in the confidence um, in these young practitioners and the fact that they want to stay you know because they didn't want to stay before but they actually there is there is a buzz in the city. There is a lot more things going on, and there's a lot more opportunities. And a lot of them are being actually um, set in place by themselves. They're they're taking that opportunities on mm. individually. I, mean, I do worry, you know, because I think confidence is a thing here, and and I do worry that there's something about you know importing all our art through you know festivals that arrive in the city, um, and then disappear again. I think it's, I worry that that tells people here that they're not good enough in a funny kind of way. Okay, you yeah. know, because it sets up this idea that you know good art only exists out there it doesn't kind of emerge through the city in a sort of natural way as it should. So, so I think that's something that we kind of, you know, we kind of kick around and we question and we, th- we think about how we can kind of, um, you know, change that dynamic yeah. a little bit. And I, th- and I think the way that we've probably tried to change that is by ensuring that each festival we've had micro-residency programmes where we've, we've, we've engaged young practitioners at very early stages in their career to work with um, um, professionals to just to, to build that confidence and to, and to build their capacity as, uh, essentially mm. um, in, in the work that they deliver. I mean, I think we're really, really proud this year that we can say we have 120 creative practitioners from the North East involved in our various projects. So we have groups of six emerging artists, we have groups of designers, we have other collectives, we have a group of dancers working with an established artist. So, you know, when, when I totted it all up, I was really amazed to see that, you know, 120 people genuinely sort of living, working, connected to this area, all involved in the sort of machinery behind the festival. And I think that's a really, you know, something to be really shouting loud about. Yeah, it's really yeah. powerful. She said very quietly. The festival you mentioned, obviously, the festival you know you're you're based here at RGU, and it obviously has roots and very close links with Gray School of Art. Um, how important is that connection when it comes to n- nurturing the local artistic talent? So the the connection with Gray's is absolutely fundamental, I think, to to what we're doing. Um, you know, there. Are five art schools in in Scotland. Uh, Grey's is one of the most well-established. You know, it has an incredible history of producing really high-quality graduates. Um, And I think, you know, the the connection is 
about how Greys uh, develops a, a kind of stronger relationship with the city. It's about how Greys can create pathways for its graduates. So you know, new uh, you know people coming into the the art school from perhaps different backgrounds, uh, people emerging from the art school who have different perspectives and have more confidence and sort of more vision about staying around. Or you know, people can go away. That's fine. But you know, can, uh, attracting people people back is really important. So so Greys is you know, it's it's an incredible sort of hub of 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 you know of learning and knowledge and skill, and um, you know. So as we've progressed over the sort of past three years, I think that the relationship with Greys has only strengthened. And um, you know, I think we're I think we're we're important to Greys, and Greys is really important to us. And this year, we, the festival is incorporating the, the degree show. You know, we're kind of we thought it would be a fantastic weekend to show our festival while the degree shows on so there's even more to kind of see and do in the city so I think uh, and also as well I think over the last few years um, lots of great students have benefited by coming on a kind of train our traineeships and they've kind of like so you know in terms of just through their volunteering lots of them have come on as kind of our cultural ambassadors our kind of voice for the festival so that's been a really um, exciting and an and important kind of um, pathway development for, for, for students you know some have worked on kind of skills and um, developing their skills for installation and production so they've developed another kind of um, arm to their bow I guess essentially they're building that kind of portfolio career that we talk about which artists seem to survive on and we all survive on that so I think Grays it's really important that we're embedded much more in Grays and in Grays are benefiting um, as well from the festival as well as being part of the degree show but yeah we definitely are um, impacting on the kind of student journey and the student ambition. And finally obviously the over the few years the festival has been running so far what would you say the top five things about running the Look Again Festival are? It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> there is never a dull moment. <laughs> it's uh, it's, really, it's hard to say, but I mean, I think like you know, I feel very, I feel very privileged that we have this incredible opportunity to kind of celebrate our the northeast and to celebrate the 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 create you know the creative talent that we have here in the northeast. And I love the fact that we're able to bring people here from other places and to kind of open up up their eyes to how actually cool Aberdeen is you know like I mean I love Aberdeen I love that I come from Aberdeen and I love that it's got so much to offer and we've learned I think what I've loved about the festival is I've learned all this amazing stories about the northeast that I didn't know about and you know and we've been able to kind of use artists to respond to these stories in a kind of contemporary way and present it back to the public and it's got the public to be curious and I think for me that's one of the biggest high points is that it's got people to be curious about Aberdeen and to to talk and have conversations and have a dialogue in a much more positive um, way. Mm-hmm. That was top 10. I know, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was going was, I was to give you a list of loads of stuff. I've got what? loads of stuff, but I thought... Well, you've, still got at least two, you've still got at least two points. Still two got points, two. okay. Um, well, you know, I, I think... A highlight for me was because I kind of wasn't involved so much in the first year. So actually going around the first year and seeing what um, Smart Art Agency, which is Sally and Claire, had done um, working with RGU in year one, uh, the kind of audacity of their vision to kind of uh, commission artists and designers to create ways of redressing, dressing up the civic statues in Aberdeen, you know, really kind of in your face. It's public sculpture. It's stuff that people walk past every day. Uh, but somehow this project made people stand up and notice stuff within Aberdeen that they would never usually blink an eye at. 
So, um, you know, I, I thought there was a kind of real audacity and, and kind of bravery in the vision there. And, and I thought that was really impressive. Um, so I think that's, you know, that made me very interested in it as a project. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I think another thing I think about is I think we do actually provide the best stage in which um, creative practitioners are able to perform. Like, I mm. do think that um, that we, we're we very generous in the way that we commission. And I think we're very generous in the way that we support. Um, and I think, like, you know, we've had incredible feedback from practitioners that have said that, you know, the best project that they worked on is Look Again. And I feel really proud of the fact that we actually do really um, realise things, like, you know, take away a lot of the stresses that um, artists have to deal with. Because obviously working in the public realm, there is a lot of things that people don't see that we, the challenges that we face on a daily, day-to-day basis. Um, but, you know, but we kind of protect the artists so that they actually can produce the best work possible. Yes, they don't have to do a wind management plan. They certainly don't, but I do. Sally does the wind management planning. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew that such a thing existed? Well, you've got to to take all of this into account. Yes. uh Um, So just to confirm for everyone, the dates of this year's Look Again Festival are the 14th to the 17th of June. You've heard where to go to see it. You've had a bit of a hint about some of the things you can see when you go there so personally I look forward to seeing it I look forward to seeing everyone there on that Sally Hillary thank you so much for taking the time to out of your incredibly packed (laughs) schedule at the moment thanks very much for having us thank you and that's it for another episode of RGU talk on behalf of the university I'm Johnny Milne and we'll talk to you later